What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. It is week two, and I got a start zip video. This is for the running backs and the wide receivers. If it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button. We got a ton of games, so let's get down to biz. First game on the slate, Thursday night football. Oh, yeah, we got the Chargers going up against the Chiefs. Now, for the running backs, let's just start on the visiting side of things. Austin Eckler, you're never sitting Austin Eckler, okay? It's just not going to happen. You're never sitting him. We're not playing any other backs from there. We're not playing Kelly. We're not playing Spiller or anything like that. Now, from the Chiefs, this one is tough because it comes down to CEH and Isaiah Pacheco. Now, Isaiah Pacheco, he did get more carries than CEH did, but CEH was getting all the carries when money was on the line. Isaiah Pacheco did get that late touchdown, but come on, when it was earlier, when the game was still an actual game, it was CEH who was getting the ball in the red zone. So in a game like this, I'm going to lean on the side of sitting ceh and i'm gonna sit isaiah pacheco as well the chargers defense is really boss hog and we saw last week how they held down the raiders that was a playoff team last year and they only improved their offense so i'm gonna say sit ceh and pacheco this week i'm not gonna play them on a thursday even though the chiefs are at home now wide receivers let's go back to the chargers keenan allen is more than likely not gonna play I think if you're looking just for the immediate replacement from him, it's Joshua Palmer. I'm starting Palmer, and I'm starting Mike Williams. But everyone else besides that, I really don't want to mess with it. And Herbert, he was spreading the ball around. There were seven different pass catchers who had four targets. So that's one thing that we we like that he was spreading around. But we don't like it that a few people didn't get a bunch of targets. He was just spreading it around a lot. So we hope that it's Mike Williams. And it's going to be Josh Palmer when, when Keenan Allen missed a few games. Palmer was the guy who came in. So it's going to be Palmer. Now for the Chiefs side of things, Juju, you got to start him. And I'm even going to say for this game, Nicole Hardman, I'm going to say get him in there as a flex guy. We're talking like I think he's going to finish somewhere in like maybe like the 30s of the wide receivers. So if you're a little desperate or if you need an upside play on Thursday, I say Nicole Hardman, lock him in. Let's get over to these Sunday day games, starting off with the Patriots and the Steelers. This game is going to be so, so ugly just remember i'm making this video on wednesday i do q a's all throughout the week i'm doing this super super early wednesday morning so there's no news or anything on wednesday practices yet so make sure you chime back in throughout the week to ask some questions don't just take this as gospel for the week so for the patriots i really don't want to start any of these guys like i, I don't want to start harris and i want to start stevenson i know that this is going to be the game where they're going to ground and pound like crazy because the steelers offense really isn't the best and the steelers defense i mean they're you're going to want to keep them off the field like we saw what happened when joe burrow was just throwing it around like crazy interception after interception turnover after turnover i think the patriots are going to really ground and pound and try to control the time of possession if you're placing bets i'm betting the under on this game heavily for the steelers the only thing we know about Najee harris as of right now is he said that he's going to practice this week and he said that he's going to play 
Let's remember the players do not make the decisions. It's the coaches. It's the trainers. It's the medical staff, things like that. He did not go to the hospital or anything. He was caught wearing a walking boot after the game. So that's a lot better than coming out on anything to where he's still able to put weight on it. He just, uh, they had the boot on it. So nothing else messed it up. So Najee plays, you're playing them. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Jalen Warren, if you need, if you want to get the Najee insurance, that's Jalen Warren. So go ahead and swoop. For the Patriots pass catchers, I'm not messing with anybody. It was looking ugly out there. Mac Jones was looking like straight trash. We had to back the dump truck up for him earlier. So, yeah, I'm not messing with anyone on the Patriots this week. Like, really, I'm going to take last week as a sign that they were going up a great defense. They were going up against a great defense last week. Now they're going up against a Brian Flores run defense and former Patriots coach, former Dolphins coach. I really think that Brian Flores is going to take it to the Steelers as far as like the coaching schemes. So no pass catchers for the Patriots. And the only pass catcher that I'd really play for the, I really don't even want to play anyone from the Steelers, like even Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. I feel like if I'm going to play one of these guys, it's going to be Chase Claypool because Deontay Johnson, he's going to get a brunt of the Patriots defense and a brunt of Bill Belichick wanting to shut him down. So this game, I'm just avoiding everybody except for Najee Harris. Let's get over to the Panthers and the Giants game. CMC, come on, of course, you're starting them. Giants give up crazy amounts of points to the pass-catching running backs. And then for the Giants, Saquon Barkley. This is going to be a good matchup. I really hope they both step up their game in this one. But as far as the running game go, you're never sitting CMC. You're never sitting Barkley anyways, especially after what you saw Barkley do last week. Now let's get over to the pass catchers here. We'll start with the Panthers. It's DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. It's crazy because I think I'd rather start Robbie Anderson than DJ Moore. So as of now, I'm going to say DJ Moore is like a cautious play. And Robbie Anderson would be the play that is a locked and loaded, is a locked and loaded go. Robbie Anderson, he wasn't super fluky necessarily, but if we know the Panthers are going to be doing just a lot of splash plays and they're not going to be grinding it. If they do grind it, they're going to be grinding it with CMC. That's what it, that's what it really comes down to. And I think Robbie Anderson is just going to catch more defenses by surprise. Most teams are going to be keying in on DJ Moore. Now for the Giants. Do you actually roster any of their pass catchers? Can I just tell you to drop all those guys right now? Because if you're playing Kenny Galladay, you're smoked out. If you're playing Kadarius Tony, you're smoked out. Let's uh, let's drop all of those guys right now. Leave a comment if you dropped Kadarius Tony. If you dropped Kenny Galladay, just leave a comment if you dropped any of those guys. Get them off your team. They are a cancer to your fantasy team. Next game, we got the Jets at the Browns. This one should be a fun one. For the Jets, I feel like we got Flacco in there. I'm okay with starting Michael Carter and Brees Hall because they're going to be getting the pass catching work. The Browns are really tough though. We saw it. They did shut down CMC. Play calling was really weird though for the Panthers last week. Like super, super weird. But I would play both of those guys, Michael Carter and Brees Hall. We're talking flex plays, so don't get them locked and loaded as like high-end RB2s or anything. And then for the Browns, every single week you are playing Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I don't think there's ever going to be a reason why you sit Kareem Hunt. And uh, let's go ahead and lock him and load him in this game for sure. And then we get to the pass catchers. Now, the thing that's crazy is Corey Davis. He's the one who led the Jets in receiving last week. And I'd say he's my flex play this week. I'm not going to play Garrett Wilson. 
And I will Elijah Moore. I will still get him in there, but we're talking flex play for Elijah Moore. So let's be a little bit cautious. And it, it all depends on who you have on your team that, that you're sitting to play Elijah Moore. Now for the Browns, Amari the Pooper Scooper. I'm just going to sit him down. I looked really bad last week. Donovan Peoples-Jones, if you're going to play one guy, you want to play a volume guy, and you want and you don't care about it being hella ugly volume, go ahead and get Donovan Peoples-Jones, DPJ, in the house. Go ahead and lock him and load him because Amari, the pooper scooper, he's going to be the guy who the defenses are like double teaming all game. We are moseying on down the road, and we got the Colts and the Jaguars to talk about. Jonathan Taylor, you're always playing him. On the other side, for the Jaguars, we got Travis Etienne and James Robinson. I'm going to stay start both those guys this week. I'm a little bit more confident in James Robinson than I am in Travis Etienne, but I'll say start both guys as potential flex options for this week. Now, for the past catchers, let's, go, let's start with the Colts and Michael Pittman. Come on, man. I don't think Michael Pittman's ever going to be a guy that we sit. Matt Ryan was force-feeding him all game. And the Jaguars I mean, they have a really shitty secondary. We saw it last week on display versus Washington. I mean, this might even be one of those games. Paris Campbell, maybe you mix him in if you're in a deeper league. I don't want Alec Pierce. I, I don't want the rookie yet so really it would be paris campbell you're playing in a deeper league maybe lock and load paris campbell we're talking hella deep though i'm not talking no 10 or 12 team league and then on the other side for the jaguars christian kirk that's the only guy that i'm deploying in this game let's lock and load christian kirk marvin jones we gotta wait didn't really see him getting involved a lot but kirk is gonna be that dude all year i don't think that you're ever i don't think that you should ever sit kirk not the way that he looked last week not the way that he was looking in the preseason him and Trevor just have a really, really nice rapport. Dolphins and the Ravens. Oh, man, this is going to be a slobber knocker of the week. That is for sure. Let's talk about the RBs for the Dolphins. Don't start them. Don't start Edmonds. Do not start Mostert. Miles Gaskin, you probably should just cut him if you even roster him and redraft. For the Ravens, a lot of question marks over there. We still don't know if J.K. Dobbins is even going to play. Mike Davis, obviously not a thing. They were giving the work to Kenyon Drake more than him. I'm going to say versus this Dolphins team that is really stout against the run, let's just sit all the running backs for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is really the only guy that you want as far as their offense goes. Devin, talk about their wide receivers in a second. We'll jump back to Dolphins wide receivers. Then we'll talk about the Ravens wide receivers. Really, it's Waddle and Hill, and you're never really sitting those guys. We saw it last week. They're going to pepper both of them. Hill's fast enough to get open. Waddle's fast enough to get open. They're going to give them the ball in short space and just let them do their things. And what more can we ask for? That's what we want. Now for the Ravens, I'm going to say Rashad Bateman. Let's go ahead and sit him. Devin Duvernay, if you want to get spicy, I'll say start Devin Duvernay. We're talking flex. We're talking splash plays. Like that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about him getting a bunch of volume, but Versus the Dolphins, I think that the pass rush is going to be in there so much that Lamar is going to have to get some shaking and baking going in the backfield. And really, that's what left Devin Duvernay so wide open. Is it was Lamar extending the play for a couple seconds and then him just finding Devin Duvernay like wide open. And that can easily happen again on the Dolphins. Going to be a lot on Lamar's shoulders this game. Next on the slate is an NFC South battle between the Bucks and the Saints. Neither team looked that great this past week, so let's see what they can do. It's always a good showing when they go up against each other. Usually a big offensive juggernaut happening on both sides of the ball. So let's hope that's what happens this week. And one thing that sucks for the Bucks is their offensive line. 
If you don't know about the news behind all these players and why we say what we say, because I am kind of quick with the explanations on this, you got to tap in to the other shows that we do every weekday, one o'clock West Coast time, four o'clock East Coast time. We got fantasy news today where we give our thoughts on all this kind of stuff, injuries. I do Q and A's multiple times a week. So make sure you tap in. This is a good show to watch, but you want to be in for the live streams as well. Let's get back to the Bucks running backs here. Leonard Fournette, come on, man. We're getting playoff Lenny in the mix always. Nobody else that I'm starting from the run game over there. And now when it comes to the Saints, their leading rusher was Taysom Hill. We're not talking about tight end, so make sure you watch the video on that tomorrow. QBs and tight end starts and sits always come out on Thursday morning. Saints running backs. I mean, you got Alvin Kamara, and I think you start him. And that's really the only one you start. And even then, we're not going to get cute. We're not going to sit Alvin Kamara. But if you are playing in a super shallow league and you have the depth, I say get someone else in there over Kamara because the Bucks just notoriously shut down the run game and they're going to do it again. So if you can afford to sit Kamara, go ahead and do it. Don't play some scrub over Kamara because he's only a couple receptions and a big play away from being an RB1 on the week. He always is. Now let's get to those pass catchers for the Bucks. Mike Evans, he always has issues with the Saints. I'm going to say start him, though, as a flex guy. Chris Godwin, they did not rule him out this week, but let's hope they just sit him out. And really, Mike Evans is the only one who I want. Julio is going to be that guy. Like, Julio is the question mark here. Chris Godwin doesn't play. I'm going to say start Julio as well, more in a flex capacity. But if Godwin doesn't play, Julio, lock him and load him. He's as healthy as he's ever going to be right now. So it's the time to bank on him because we're talking just one game at a time. Brashad Perriman, don't do it. That guy got negative points last week. Now for the Saints. Michael Thomas, go ahead and start him. It's going to be a little bit more closer to flex or RB2. Jarvis Landry, start him. Oh, yeah, I'm super excited about Jarvis Landry. Hopefully you guys saw my waiver wire videos, but he was the top wide receiver waiver wire pickup of the week for me. And I'm even going to say start Chris Olave because the Bucs, they are going to shut down the run game and it's just going to be the Saints, Jameis Winston having to throw it and throw it often. This is going to be a really good game for the NFC South. I'm excited about this one. Now, a game that I'm not super excited about, but we got the Washington Commanders going up against the Lions. Should be a decent fantasy football game from what we saw last week with Wentz and the RBs, the wide receivers for the commanders, and then even on the other side of the ball for the Lions. Hopefully, this is one of those good games all around. For the commanders, I'm starting Gibson. Of course you are. With no Brian Robinson there, we're starting Gibson, especially versus a team like the Lions. Then flip side of thing, on the Lions side, I'm going to say start DeAndre Swift, of course. And I think Jamal could be sexy flexy again for the second week in a row. They're giving him a lot of red zone work. That's the thing that I really like about it. So yeah, if you're in a deeper league or if you got multiple flexes, get Jamal Williams in there. Now, as far as the commander's pass catchers go, Terry McLaurin, locked and loaded. Let's get him in there. Curtis Samuel, locked and loaded. Let's get him in there. Now, even, how about Jahan Dotson? Well, obviously. I'm going to say if you're in a deeper league, go ahead and play him. You got multiple flexes, get him in there. If you're just in a standard where you just start two wide receivers, maybe one flex, I'm going to say do not start him this week. If you picked him up, let him marinate on your bench for another week. 
And then for the Lions, the only one I'm deploying is Amon Ross St. Brown. I do DJ Chark, but I think he's going to finish a little bit outside of the flex territory. But I do like how he got that big touchdown at the end. So I'm not dropping DJ Chark. I'm actually trying to acquire him if, if he's a free agent in your league and playing a little bit of a deeper league. All right. That was the first set of Sunday games there. Let's go ahead and get to the second slate of Sunday games and we're starting it off with a big time NFC West battle between the Seahawks and the 49ers. Oh yeah, that one is going to be big time. Let's go ahead and get Rashad Penny in there. More of a low end RB2 or a flex play. That's the only guy on the ground that I'm doing. We're not messing with Travis Homer, DJ Dallas. As long as Rashad Penny is there, he's going to be the thing. Kenneth Walker, they did say he's expected to return to practice this week. We'll see if he actually plays, even if he does play. I don't think that takes away too much from Rashad Penny because crazy old Pete Carroll usually only deploys like one RB, like really heavy. And that's going to be Penny for right now. Now for the 49ers side of things, we saw Elijah Mitchell go down with a knee injury. He is going to miss. That one's tough. Jeff Wilson Jr. He's the guy who's going to be first man up. Jordan Mason. Let me just throw him on your radar right now. Jordan Mason is going to be the next man up after Jeff Wilson. I know a lot of people are going out and getting Ty Davis price, but guess what? Ty Davis price was a healthy scratch last week, and he is third on the depth chart right now. Jordan Mason is above him, and that's the guy who I'd be getting as a backup for Jeff Wilson, or if you're just trying to get RB insurance for the 49ers in general. Now for the Seahawks pass catchers, DK Metcalf is the only guy I'm starting here. It is going to be volume, but it is going to be ugly volume. Tyler Lockett, he's the guy you, you don't want to deploy. It's going to be splash plays, if anything, that bring him in some receptions, but we saw it. There wasn't a lot. Everything was going to DK, and that's the way that it's going to work. Now, we got the Falcons at the Rams. Falcons catching everybody by surprise last week and doing what they did to the Saints just until the end. Going up against the Rams. Oh, yeah, like the Rams who got mollywopped in the first game of the year by the Bills. We know that they got something to prove they are at home for the Falcons. I'm starting Corduroy, Pimpin, Patterson sparingly. Rams, they shut down the Bills' run game last week. It was pretty nasty. Aaron Donald, not a lot's getting past him, but I'm still going to start the pimp. More of a flex player, a low-end RB2. And then for the Rams, I'm not starting Cam Akers. We're sitting him down. Daryl Henderson. I also want to sit him down. I really think that the Rams are a pass-first team, and everyone's so hyped off of Henderson. And we saw what the Falcons did last week to, to the run game their defense is a little bit better against the run than it is against the pass they were leading by a bunch but i don't think the rams get up and just start grinding it really don't and i think that daryl henderson is more of a low end too maybe even a flex play for this week so i'm gonna say i'm gonna lean on the side of sitting him unless you play in like a deeper league we are almost done we got six games left to go. Just remember, if you want a little bit more of a one-on-one -on -one experience, join the crew at 420crew.org. You get one-on-one -on -one access to me if you become a Hustler Elite or an all-access holder or an all-access pass holder. You get my direct bat line. Oh, yeah. I'll, I will literally answer you while I'm on a YouTube live stream. That's how important the Hustler Elites are on the all-access pass holders. So let's get it appreciate you guys supporting the community and then don't forget you get entered into a signed michael vick atlanta falcons football we are doing that raffle once we cross three thousand youtube subscribers 
Let's get over to a different set of birds. We got the Cardinals at the Raiders. You're starting James Conner. Really nobody else there for the Cardinals as far as like the running backs go. And for the Raiders, I'm still going to play Josh Jacobs. This sparingly low-end RB2 flex status. I'm not going super crazy over him, but we still got to play him. Amir Abdullah's nothing. It's really going to be the Jacobs show. Now these pass catchers, we'll go back to the Cardinals. I really don't want any of them. I really don't. I'm going to say sit Marquis. I'm going to say the only guy. If you want to deploy him, Greg Dortch, <laughs> not even rostered in a lot of leagues, but Marquise Brown, AJ Green, and they've been getting a brunt of the defensive coverage and the Raiders. They are pretty solid. I got Rocky Sin over there now, and he's probably going to be the guy who's on Marquise Brown, slowing him down all game. And it's not too easy to take AJ Green out of a game as well. And Greg Dortch, he's been that guy. He had the most targets on the team last week. He had nine. The most besides him was six. So yeah, Greg Dortch, someone who is definitely below the radar. We're talking flex plays here. So this is more you play in a deeper league or something. I'm not saying just go start him in a 10 or 12 like standard league. And then for the Raiders, Devontae Adams. That is it. Forget Hunter Renfro. Just leave him on the bench. He's going to be like a flex play at best. They're just going to force feed Devontae until the cows come home. Texans at the Broncos. Running backs, Damian Pierce, I'm going to say sit him down. Rex Burkhead, I'll say play him if you are extra desperate and you need a flex play. I think the Broncos are going to come to play after getting whooped up on the road by the Seahawks. So I will be very, very cautious with the running backs that I play against them. On the Broncos side of things, we're firing up Javante. We are firing up Melvin Gordon. Pretty much every week you're deploying both backs. Now, as far as the pass catchers go for the Texans, we got to lock and load Cooks for sure. And I'm even going to sprinkle in a little bit of Nico Collins. I'm going to say sexy flexy for Nico. You play in a deeper league or you play with multiple flexes. I say get him in there. Outside of that, you just play in a 10 or 12 team standard with two wide receivers, one flex. We're not going to play him there. Last game in the Sunday afternoon games, we got the Bengals at the Cowboys. Oh, man, just it's going to be a lot this week. So we're starting Joe Mixon. Let's go ahead and just get that out there. For the Cowboys, I really don't want to start Zeke or Pollard. I really don't. And I know now that they don't have Dak. They have Cooper Rush. They're going to run it a lot. But I think teams are just going to be keying in on the run. I'm just going to say sit Zeke unless it's in a deep flex capacity. Same with Tony Pollard. Only play them if it's a deep flex capacity. And then for the Bengals, wide receivers. So we don't know if T. Higgins is going to play. As of now, Jamar Chase, you're always playing him. He is never sitting. If T Higgins does not play, I'm going to say lock and load Tyler Boyd, full blown start to the moon, baby. But that's only if T Higgins does not play. If T Higgins does play, Boyd is going to be more of like a flex guy. And then it kind of just depends on who your options are for the Cowboys. I don't even know if I want to start CD lamb, but it's going to be hard for you to sit him. If you have the luxury of being able to sit CD Lamb, do that this week. Let's just see how it goes with Cooper Rush. And really, there's no one else besides that to talk about. Jalen Tolbert, he was a healthy scratch. I didn't like that. So everything that I was saying about Jalen Tolbert out the window with a week one healthy scratch. They don't even believe in him enough to get on the field when their pass catchers are really hurt. All right. Here we go. We've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Let's get it, Bears at the Packers. 
Monty Burns, David Montgomery, that we'll go ahead and we'll get him out there. Khalil Herbert, if you're in a league where you play multiple flexes, super deep league, I will say get Khalil Herbert out there. Not in any kind of standard league. For the Packers, Aaron Jones, stardom. A.J. Dillon, stardom. These guys are going to be starts every single week. I bet you Aaron Jones gets way more involved in this game than he did last week. It was like they forgot about him last week in the past game. I bet you Darren Rodgers doesn't make that mistake twice. Now, the pass catchers for the Bears. I'm super nervous about Mooney going up against Jair Alexander. I really don't want to play too many people from the Bears in this game. Like Monty Burns, like Khalil Herbert in a deeper league, maybe. But yeah, Mooney, Pringle, Pettis, and all these guys who... Mooney got nothing last week, and it was just a lot of random garbage time stuff where broken plays. I don't want any part of it. I'm going to say sit all the Bears pass catchers, including Darnell Mooney in this game. And don't forget, tomorrow we're going over the QBs and the tight end. So I'm just talking running backs and wide receivers in this one. For the Packers wide receivers, the only one I'm going to play is Alan Lazard if he plays. Other than that, Aaron Rodgers is going to split it around a lot. They're going to be going to Aaron Jones. He got pissed off with those rookies last week. I just don't want to play any of the pass catchers. I want to see things shape out a little bit more. I want to have more of a clear-cut opinion on who's going to be the dude over there or the dudes, but pretty much going to be Lazard. Now, in week two, this is going to be fun because we got two Monday night football games. Monday night football, baby, and we got two games. We got the Titans and the Bills first. And ooh, of course you're not sitting here, Henry, but that one's going to be tough for Henry. On the other side, Singletary. I'm going to say Singletary is more of like a flex play in this one, deeper league flex play. I don't want to deploy him that this is just a standard, like you just start two running backs in a flex, I'm going to sit him down. For the pass catchers over there for the Titans, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly all game. The only one that I will say start from the Titans as far as the pass catchers go is good old Bobby Trees. And you know why? Because we got a revenge narrative. Oh, yeah, it's been a long time coming since he was a Buffalo Bill. But he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills, and you know that he's going to want to give his team some get back from the past. So Bobby Trees, that's the only guy from the Titans I'll start. And for the from the Bills, come on, we're starting Diggs. We're starting Gabe Davis. And if you're in a deeper league, I'd say even start Isaiah McKenzie. Got to be a deeper league, though. Got to be playing multiple flexes, that kind of thing. And then the final game for Monday Night Football, we got the Vikings at the Eagles. Of course, you're starting Dalvin Cook, and there's no getting around that, even though he had a, a mediocre performance last game. We still got to get him in there. And for the Eagles, Miles Sanders, I'll say start him in a flex. Kenny Gainwell, you're in a real deep league. You got multiple flexes. I'll say even get Kenny Gainwell in there. They're going to give him some work in the red zone. It's going to be sparingly, though. And that's really it for the Eagles. And then for the Vikings pass catchers, come on, baby. Come on. Let's get Jefferson in there. And I think this is a game that you can start feeling as well because Jefferson's going to be going up against Darius Slay. I think Jefferson's still going to do his thing. Dude's a beast, but he's going to get slowed down just a tiny little bit by Slay. So I think you can start Adam Thielen. I think he's going to get a lot more looks than he got last week. And then for the Eagles, A.J. Brown. Let's get it versus the Vikings and their horrible secondary. Come on. Locked and loaded. Wide receiver one again. Let's lock him in. And then Devonta Smith. What do we do with Devonta Smith? I'm going to say, if you have the luxury of being able to sit him this week, go ahead and do that. One thing, though, the Vikings secondary is straight ass. 
if you do need to play him, you got multiple flexes. You start three tight ends, things like that. You start three wide receivers, things like that. I would be okay with getting him out there, but I'm really going to try to sit him where I can. I just want to, we want to see it before we start going after it. AJ Brown's over there and he got force fed like a mug and he's going to get it more. All right, we made it all the way to the end of the video. Appreciate you guys. Don't forget, we got a news show Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock Pacific time, 4 o'clock Eastern time, bringing you all the news. We got Q&As going down damn near every single day. We got watch parties. Come hang out for the Thursday game, the Monday game. Hang out for the first set of the Sunday games. Yeah, we are keeping it lit around here. So if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do that right now. Appreciate you guys. Be on the lookout for the future videos. Peace out, peeps. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.